Hello, I'm Jen Taylor, host of the Design Your Wedding Business Podcast. I am letting you know that I have created a great quiz that will help you figure out which of the eight CEOs you need to be working on and the tasks that would benefit you the most. I hope you hop down to the show notes, click the link and take the quiz. I promise it's a quick two minute quiz. And I can't wait to see what your feedback is. Thank you. Hey, I'm Jen Taylor, and you're listening to Design Your Wedding Business. As a wedding business coach, I've made it my mission to help creative entrepreneurs build streamlined workflows, processes, and procedures so they can grow their business and spend time on what they love the most, their craft, their family, and their lives. I understand how you feel, and I know it may not be fun to put in the work to build a well-oiled machine, but luckily for you, that's what I love to do. On this podcast, I'm teaching you how to take the stress and chaos out of your business, remove the guesswork, and discover a clear, profitable path to sustainable growth. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Design Your Wedding Business Podcast. I'm Jen Taylor, your host. Today, we're going to talk about onboarding employees. So remember from the last one, information provided in this podcast is not intended to be acting as legal advice. Please seek out additional information from your local, state, and federal sources. The Small Business Association is a great resource. And if you require legal assistance, please consult a labor attorney or an HR professional on all of this. So I kind of want to talk about just creating the ease around this because this causes a lot of anxiety. So, you know, how do you onboard an employee? You get them started. Now you're like, okay, what do I do? I first, before I even do this, it's just like the last podcast 54, 52, because we're on 54 now. 52, we talk about, you know, creating those ease of use, getting that ready to go before you even need it. So what are the templates you need? So the templates I have are the offer letter, the training programs already done, the onboarding plan. I have templates for interview questions, offer letters, new hire process, onboarding plan, and then the training program. Training program is set, but then everything else is a template. Employee review template, expense report template is already done. The, you know, everything's in a folder that says hiring or HR or whatever you want it to say, it's there. So the offer letter is really just going through and saying, hey, we'd like to congratulate you on being selected for this position with this company. You're getting paid X amount in biweekly installments or weekly installments or monthly installments, whatever it is, with a start date of X. And it has the name of your company. And then in compliance with the Immigration Reform and Control Act, you must provide proof of X, you know, your I-9, your W-4, all these things you're getting in the offer letter saying, we're going to need this, so be prepared. And then they sign it. If they accept, they sign and they send it back to you. And then you put that in your folder for them. Both, you know, and this is where each state most likely be different. Federal is different as well as you look. This is where you need to start looking and doing your own research and your own homework. But what do you need to keep a hard copy of and what can you keep it chronically filed in a password controlled area in a locked folder, file folder, or file cabinet, things like that. So that's the offer letter. I'm going to go through these in many different ways. Interview questions. 
I ask the same interview questions to all of my potential employees when I bring them on because I want to have the data set be the same for each one. I don't want it to be different. I want to have the same question. I know I'm going to ask these same questions and I have a list. I mean, I have a full page of questions to ask. So I just highlight the ones I want to ask and I ask that same question to each person applying for that job. So we've done the interview. We've offered them the job. They've sent them the offer letter. They've accepted the job. Now it's time to onboard them. So the onboarding is a couple of things. First is the, I have it as the first two weeks. And it's really starting from prior to day one through day 14 of, you know, send them an email with, you know, with the information about where to park, where they need to go, what they need to do, all information about day one. Like all of that needs to happen. And you're like, okay, this is what's going to happen on day one. And then on day one, you have a full blown list of things that they need to do. Review the onboarding plan, take a photo if they have, you know, if you're doing photo stuff, you know, doing stuff for social media, you want to make sure, hey, we're going to have somebody here doing a photo shoot. Please come ready for whatever. Make sure they review the employee handbook that they sign the book, that you have all the forms you need, that you have an emergency contact form. Start looking at the process and procedures. Take them out to lunch. Take them out to coffee. Introduce them to other employees and or contractors. You know, just kind of help them feel comfortable and feel like they're being guided and not just like, here you go. That's terrible. You want them to be part of this. And then, you know, start reviewing the missions, visions, and values, the company culture. Work with them on goal setting for what do they want to, what do you think your goal, their goals should be for the first 30 days? What do they think their goals are, should be for the next 30 days? Just kind of start, you know, plan, making that plan for them. Talk about marketing and promotional strategies. Talk to them about your brand, your style sheet, your competitors, your colleagues. You know, if you're a planner, even if you're not a planner, everybody who brings in somebody should say, hey, here's my core people that you should know. Here's your preferred wedding professionals that you should talk to, reach out to, whatever. And then, you know, discuss discounts and ethics with them when it comes to wedding professionals. Talk about, you know, so these are, this is not all in one day. These are throughout the next 14 days. Once they bring them on, you've got a full thing of like, this is what we're going to do. And I guess I have that through day 10. So you're going to review that with them on day one and say, okay, this is what we're going to do. And then have them sign it, date it. And then that will be put in the file as well. So it's really just a way to keep both of you accountable for what the training is. And then what's the training program look like? You know, and this is not just for the new employee. This could, this is for everybody. What we did as a company is we sat down or I sat down with my senior planner and I said, Hey, you know what? Really, we should reach out to our favorite wedding professionals, planning partners, and see if we can go do a half day, you know, training with them. You know, go to a venue and talk to the venue person and get more information about what they do and how, you know, what we can help them with. You know, just getting more communication back and forth. Like, this really bothers me when planners don't do this, or this is what bothers me when venues do this. And just talk about that with the caterer. We went through the back end and looked at all the, you know, like how does the catering process work once one of our clients hires them? What does that look like? And what do they need? You know, are are there things that they're missing from us? Are there things that we're missing from them? You know, so it's a two-way communication, but it's also a way to learn more about the industry. Say we do this with the rental company. 
with the florist, with a DJ, with an officiant, with an invite, a person that does paper. All of that only benefits our clients more. So we have a list of that. And this is not done during the high season. This is done during slow time. And we plan it out and say, hey, you know, we're thinking about doing this. Let us know what some dates are. And it's for everybody. And it was everybody who wanted to go in the company could go. It wasn't just for new people. It was for everybody. And then have a CPR class. Have a class, thir- you know, for Washington, you have to have a permit to serve alcohol. I'm sure you have to have that in every state. But, you know, get that set up. Wedding shows, have them shadow, you know, for a wedding show. Software. We created videos for software, especially for the software we're, we're working on. And so they have that as a, you know, an option. And then they could sign up for a sales class if they wanted to, or a conflict resolution class, things like that. We had a whole list of things that they could, you know, go through and say, okay, we're going to do this year. And we approved that and said, this is great. And then at the end of the year, we say, okay, this is what you said you were going to do. This is what you did. And it made them stronger employees and made them more aware of what was going on and be able to work with our clients so much better. So it's really taking your 10-day plan. Of, this is how this is what I'm going to do to train my employee. And then expanding that to saying, okay, is everybody on the same page? Are we all in the same boat when it comes to training and onboarding? Because eventually you're going to have to onboard each one of your employees and to have a program already in place will help you tremendously. The, you know, the training program is one thing. And then the onboarding plan is for you to think about. Sign the offer letter. You set up their files. You have their email address. You've given them all the access that they need. You've prepared a space for them. You've Scheduled time in your calendar to review the training plan. You've reviewed the job description and you've set goals for the 90 days. So you know you're coming in saying, here's the 90-day goals. You've written a bio about them. You've scheduled a photo shoot for their new headshots. You've created a page on the website ready to go for them. Payroll is ready. Everything is set. So this checklist is really for you to go through and say, okay, here's, you know, here's all of this. Here's everything. And then marketing strategy, vendors, operations, sales and pricing, budgeting, all of that. We are ready to train them. And this is what we're going to train them. Shadow a wedding rehearsal, shadow a day of, and then having ongoing ongoing support. So you have this information. You're like, okay, I am ready for my new employee and I am ready to hit the ground running and I'm ready to train them. And you go to your training template and go, okay, this is what we're going to do. Put the dates in there. In each one of these, I have a due date, a task, who's responsible, because I may not be responsible. If I have a team of people, I'm not going to be responsible for every single part of the training process. I might be. I might be that much of a control freak and say, I'm going to do this for everything. Write notes of when they're complete. Check it off. And then any notes that you have. And it's set up just for them. So you know that they're set up for success and that you're ready for them to be set up for success because you've already done all of this for your new hire. So as I said, templates, creating those templates, having them ready, having that list of questions, having that template for your offer letter, having the template for the onboarding plan, and having the template for the training. You're then set and ready to go. And I hope when you bring on your first employee, it is a magical experience because brought on my first one and I went through all of this. It was amazing. And I felt like I was, felt like I was a boss. I was like, I'm really, I'm set. And you're not doing this all for a contractor necessarily, but you're, you might pull some of that stuff off for a contractor and say, okay, this is what I need to have done for a contractor. But purely these templates are for onboarding employees. 
hope that helps. DM me, email me if you have any questions, any thoughts. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Design Your Wedding Business. I know how easy it is to get overwhelmed as an entrepreneur in the wedding business. So if you're looking for support and a group of others who totally get it, I encourage you to join our Facebook group. This is a place where you can ask for recommendations, gain feedback, share your celebrations, and ultimately build meaningful relationships that will benefit you and your business. Head over to facebook.com slash groups slash design your business, Jen Taylor, to join now. See you there.